Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back with another edition of uh, Courtside with Kurt Brown, uh, the Standard Times uh, Cops and Courts reporter. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit more about the Desiree Tedder murder case. Uh, since we lasted one of these, uh, a lot of information has Tons come out. We know yes. a lot more than we did last time, um, and most of that came out of the the rendition report. Correct. Uh, which they Florida sends up here mm-hmm. in order for the local courts here to decide whether to mm-hmm. uh, send her down to Florida uh, right. with a rendition process. So, what are some of the things that we learned from the police say are true uh, from that rendition report? The uh, the police have said in in documents that uh, this appears to be a very uh, gruesome uh, murder. That uh, while the victim was sleeping next to um, Tedder's uh, Desiree Tedder's friend, um, he, uh, she took a, a crowbar and uh, hit him repeatedly in the face with it. Uh, then uh, she stabbed him with a kitchen knife, uh, unconvinced that he was dead. Then she suffocated him with a pillow, uh, choking, and he choked on his own blood. Um, the report goes on to say that uh, she wrapped his body up in either a tarp or a, a rug, and then she uh, put the, uh, the rug and the body in a large um, uh, garbage uh, barrel and put some garbage on top of it and left it outside. Um, and then later she ended up digging a hole. In the, this, again, according to correct. the yeah, rendition she report, she, she dug, dug a six to eight foot hole in her grandmother's uh, Backyard where she buried the body, uh, still inside the garbage can. And then uh, that took about two months, and then police ended up mm-hmm. uncovering that uh, through, I guess, whatever, however they heard about it, I guess. But the, uh, the victim's family um, pursued this, um, acknowledged, in, according to court documents, about his drug dealing past, and uh, they pursued it. Um, he, after he was reported missing, they believed he was dead. Uh, police in Pensacola talked to other uh, people who also felt the same way, that he was not only missing, he was deceased. Um, so um, what I've learned from speaking with uh, the st- uh, prosecutors of the state's attorney's office in Florida is that their rendition uh, package was... Uh, sent to the governor's office in uh, Florida. From there, it has been sent to the governor's office in Massachusetts. They said they overnighted it um, Friday. They thought it would get here the latest on Monday. I have not confirmed that with a press spokesman for Charlie Baker's office. I have no reason to doubt it's not true. Uh, They said from there it has to go to the Maura Healy's office the Attorney General of Massachusetts back to Charlie Baker's office and then after everything is approved 
they said that paperwork will be sent to the Bristol County House of Correction, where uh, Desiree Jean Tedder is being held. And it sounded like in the end of it, they expect her probably to be moved by the end of August. That is correct. Down to they Florida. Several weeks or um, by the end of August. And now, also, I don't think it was in the rendition documents, but uh, also some motive has emerged. They, uh, yeah, um, certainly. Um, all the, uh, the the charges seem to be based on the testimony of um, Tedder's friend and former roommate, uh, Rodriguez. Uh, Liz Marie. Liz Rodriguez. Mary, thank or you Liz for Mary. the help with that. Um, Liz Mary Rodriguez. Um, and she has provided all the information uh, to Pensacola police. Um, she was lying in the same bed with uh, the Mims, the victim, when he was killed. Um, there's testimony, unpleasant testimony in the court documents, which says that Mims was trading drugs uh, for sex with both Tedder and uh, Rodriguez. Uh, and that Tedder man and, fed up with that arrangement and was looking for uh, the drugs uh, and the money? According to Rodriguez according now, to that's the big thing, according to Rodriguez. And uh, the defense did not get a chance to cross-examine her when she gave a statement to police. Uh, the Tedder killed him because she was, number one, tired of being broke, and she wanted his um, uh, drugs and his money. And when uh, she was arrested... Uh, up here, she was found with the same types of drugs uh, that Mims sold. And I believe also in there was uh, Rodriguez claimed that she was threatened by Tedder if she didn't that help correct. out and keep her mouth shut, that Tedder had threatened to possibly kill her as well. That's right. Uh, according to, again, to Rodriguez's testimony. So, um, now, uh, in last, uh, yesterday, a little yes. bit of new news came out. A little out. bit of new news. Um, yeah. So let's update people on that. Uh, first, the uh, the murder charge uh, went from second degree to first degree. They are seeking a, a first degree um, murder indictment uh, from the from a grand jury in, in Escambia, uh, Florida, which is the northern part of Florida up in the panhandle. Um, and the, uh, the prosecutor did not give me the date for that, but he said that they are finalizing their package and will be taking it to a grand jury uh, very soon. He sounded confident that they would get a um, that they would get a first degree murder indictment. And if and then the, could that possibly lead to the death penalty? Then Is it that could be. Getting back to the indictment, if if. Florida courts are anything like courts um, in other states that I've covered. The old saying is that you can uh, indict a ham sandwich. Well, because it's only in a grand jury. It's only the prosecution that presents their evidence. There's no defensive defense. 99% of the time, yes. And because the defense doesn't want to have their witness, uh, doesn't want to have their client testify because it locks them in to their testimony. So and unless the defense has a really good case then and believes that they can beat it at the grand jury stage, they'll mm-hmm. have bring their client in to testify. But that, now, now, what would be the process of this becoming a death penalty case? Um, so the um, at, l- let's assume that everything goes according to the script. They get their first-degree murder and They, they get their first-degree murder, and um, the rendition process goes smoothly. There are no snags. Um, 
Desiree Tedder is brought back down to Florida um, by the end of um, August. So um, there have been changes in Florida. Number one has a death penalty, and uh, Florida there have been changes in the procedure. Florida has uh, 45 days from uh, Tedder's in, um, arraignment on the murder charge to decide if they're going to seek a, the death penalty in her case. It's decided by a five- or a six-member. Uh, oh, uh, just you, I mean, you've been following this case uh, yeah. from the beginning. I mean, what's, what's kind of your overall take on, on everything? I, I, I think it's a very, very triable case. I spoke to John Connors, the, uh, Tedder's defense attorney, um, here, in Massachusetts, here in Massachusetts on, on the uh, Fugitive from Justice complaint. John is also a member of the bar in Florida, so he oh. conceivably could represent her in Florida. I asked him if he was going to do that, and, and he said no, he wouldn't. Of course, he would close up his office and go down there. But he agreed with me that this is a very, very tribal case, and he said that when Tedder gets a chance to uh, give her a side of things, she will present an entirely different uh, set of facts. Um, but this, to me, seems very much like a triangle. You've got a, uh, a victim of um, questionable character. Uh, his own family uh, acknowledged, said to police that he deals drugs. According to court documents, he traded drugs for sex. And we haven't heard what uh, uh, we haven't heard from Tedder. We don't know what uh, Liz Mary Rodriguez is uh, motive is for mm -hmm. telling the police what uh, what she told them. Uh, everything we've heard, according to the documents, uh, came from Rodriguez. Now I asked and she her, put pretty much all the blame she on put Tedder. All she pushed on Tedder. It, so. And again, I don't know where the truth lies in this thing, but I did see Tedder in court, and she is a very small woman, and some of the things that are alleged in court documents are hard to believe. That she could physically perform. That she could that. physically do them. Do them. Uh, um, I asked the prosecutor, I laid all this out for the prosecutor yesterday, the, my, my suspicions, my questions, and he finally stopped me and said that he couldn't discuss the facts of the case. So, uh, so the next step, what's uh, the next step is to follow the bouncing ball and to uh, wait for uh, new developments out of Florida. Um, the new, the one thing we know is going to happen is the rendition procedure is going to continue, and that at some point uh, she will be rendited back to Florida. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks for being here, Kurt. Thanks Thank for everyone you. for uh, listening and watching the uh, courtside with Kurt. And uh, we'll be back when there's uh, new news on this or, uh, or other cases. Thank you very much, Brendan. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.